Hey everybody and welcome to the Comic Book Companion Podcast. Each week, I read comic books and discuss them book club style, page by page, with my friend and co-host, Connor Shackelford. Each week will consist of two issues that you will know about ahead of time, so you can read along with us. Now remember, you should read those books, because everything is going to be spoiled from here on out. At the end of each episode, you'll get our contact information so you can contribute to the conversation and you'll receive your homework assignment for the next episode. So are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get started. And we're back and we're reading all new X-Men. Like we have been for, it feels like forever. It really does feel like forever. This is only a 20-issue series, but it feels like we've been doing this for the whole year now. I'll be honest, though. I like this series, so that doesn't hurt my feelings any. Right. It's just when I say it at the beginning of the episode, I feel like it's just redundant at this point. (laughs) It's just like, yes, of course, that's what we're reading. Yeah, dum-dum. Yeah, this this is the all-new X-Men podcast, or rebranding. We're only reading these 20 issues of all new X-Men forever. Right, that's it. Just We're just constantly going back through it. What is Angel and Wolverine doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is uh, issue 16. Uh, we'll be covering 16 and 17 this episode, so if you've read them, fantastic. If you haven't... What are you doing, man? What are you doing? You're going to jump into episode 21 of our podcast like that? Right, just not going to make any sense at all. And again, we spoil everything. So we sure do. This is really going to just... <laughs> it's going to ruin your day if you haven't read these issues. Uh, so this cover here, we see um, Idy getting in like a wrestling match with the Goblin Queen. Right. And uh, that comes a little bit into play. Yeah. Um, a little bit later on, and I can't remember if it's this issue, this issue or the next issue, um, to where, and you see here, it's like a fire and ice situation, mm-hmm. and they kind of have to figure out how to take on these goblins, and it's kind of like whether fire or ice is the way to do it. Right. So it's kind of, uh, foreboding here. That's a way to put it. Yeah, it's almost um, I... like the artist did it on purpose. <laughs> so, so I really like this first page here when she's talking about how she never understood the appeal of a, a beach. This is the Goblin Queen, by the way. Right. Um, and she's talking to herself. She's talking to her pet about that. And then... Yeah, uh, she's just chilling on Miami Beach right now. Yeah, and then she says... um now that we're here, I gotta say, South Beach, you're winning me over, and it's just a beach filled with demons. <laughs> it she she likes the beach as long as it's on her terms. Right? Yeah, it has to be on fire and have demons. Exactly, and just buildings crumbling behind her. So what's a so this whole thing builds up to something I was not expecting for our new beast here. Yeah. Right. Um. I feel like there's. Uh, can't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast or if it was otherwise and um, I mean we we have an idea on what's going on here that 
beast messes with magic and stuff, so... Yeah. I can't, like I say, I can't remember if you talked to me about it on the podcast or if it was outside of the podcast, but you said that, was it this beast or the other beast that dabbled more in the magic? It was that's, this one, right? That's this one, because the other beast is like, he, he never learned how to open his mind up to it. Right, okay, yeah. so like, that really comes into play, this this issue. Yeah, definitely. And, um, there's a lot of trial and error. Yeah, so um, after that spread on the beach, we cut to Beast in the Library of the Occult. Which, Uh, that's convenient. Yeah, just right in Miami. (laughs) Um, And he's able to get in there and just go shopping for all the things that he wants. Pretty much. So he's talking to himself and beating himself up, saying like he could have prevented all of this. Right. And apparently he knew about this Hell Rift weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he's a bit of an idiot, and he kept that to himself, and he didn't yeah. do anything about it. He didn't try to seal it off with any magic. He was just experimenting. Uh, I just want to... Um, this is not related whatsoever, but uh, because I'm seeing his ginormous feet in the second panel, <laughs> his costume bothers me the way that it goes between his two toes. Oh, God, I didn't even realize that. He doesn't have shoes on. No, he runs around completely barefoot. Yeah, I like, guess his the feet costume must has be soles. Just, he, he must have the thickest, most grittiest soles that you could ever imagine. Yeah. And they have to be dirty as hell. And he's also rocking the, uh, not quite to the same level, but he has the 90s Gambit headdress thing going on. <laughs> well, and um, Cyclops has a bit of that, too, with his costume. Yeah. So apparently that's a thing now, but um, yeah, it's just, it, it's always bothered me seeing that between his toes. I'm like, I feel like that would just be tugging on your toes. Yeah, I feel like time. that would not be comfortable in the slightest no. with how um, tight the rest of this costume looks. It's like those hoodies with the thumb holes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is like that, but for your feet. Exactly. Um, Sorry, so uh, he's no, picking up his items. Yeah, he's going through, he's picking up magic books. Um, he, <laughs> he even admits that he's like, I never thought there would be repercussions for this hell rift. Yeah, right? Uh, I and mean, he... come on. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, clearly a beast indeed, but self-loathing is self-loathing is an indulgence we cannot afford. So he picks up this weird-looking eyeball artifact. Right, with, like, horns. Yeah. Um and he's, he's talking about there's a 90 foot tall kaiju demon stomping through the ashes but science won't cut it this time let's hope I have a quick study and he like he admits here when he's picked up that eyeball thing that he, that he couldn't even guess what most of this nonsense is meant to do yeah he's just picking stuff up yeah he's just like grabbing a bunch of stuff and he's like yeah I'll throw all this together and hope for the best <laughs> um and also, in this middle panel that's running across the page, uh, he says again, like he's thinking Stars and Garters. He's said Stars and Garters in this in this entire series so many times. It's a lot. That I've pretty much lost count at this point. <laughs> it's a, I think it might be more in this series than any given series of the regular Beast, like original Beast. Right. And I'm like, listen, I get that he has a catchphrase, but do we have to shoehorn <laughs> it into issue. every issue? This is intense. Um, and then we get a group shot here of uh, the rest of the crew standing on a building. Yeah, across the city. They're, like, uh, hanging out. Yep. Um, 
and they're talking about how they're not even on the right side of town and they should be out there fighting, but like they can't because they'll just the demons will just regenerate, and yep. they're kind of just waiting on Hank to come up with a plan while they're watching yeah. this monster destroy the city. Right, and you know, like I mean, that makes sense that they yeah. should just like kind of hang back and wait. Yeah, Save sure, you want to go and fight and stuff, and you want to get in the middle of it, but like those goblins and stuff can just come back to life. These yeah, characters like, cannot besides Wolverine, so uh, keep your butt out of danger until you figure out what you can do. <laughs> right. And then they're talking about uh, the Goblin Queen. Angel says she's disturbingly hot despite the horns. <laughs> um, and uh, Laura's only reply is gross. Right. And then Iceman does what we should have done, where he just looks up the Wikipedia page for the Goblin Queen. Exactly. Uh, the only time I've peeped a look uh the only time I've peeped a wiki page this convoluted was when I tried to look up Scott's old man future son. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? When he puts cable like that, it's a pretty dumb character. Yeah, when he says it that way, it's kinda like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's really is what cable is. That's silly. <laughs> um <laughs> She calls herself the Goblin Queen, and she prefers, and she seems to prefer prefer provocative hemlines. <laughs> so she likes to show off them curves. Is seems what like saying. it. Um, doesn't matter. She's turning Miami to ash with her unkillable demon army. This is why this the why is re- irrelevant. So they're at they asked why they're doing this, right. and then Beast comes up on the roof of this building, which is apparently the roof of the library. Um, yeah, I guess maybe <laughs> so. And he just walks up with two bags full of, uh, two satchels, even, full of magic items. Not just one satchel, but two satchels. Two satchels. And, uh, he describes that the Goblin Queen's an agent of chaos. There probably isn't even a why to why she's doing this. Um, Which and, makes sense. Like, yeah. I mean, she's just wanting to wreak havoc, that's all. Right, she's just wanting to have fun. Right. Um, so he has collected all of the magic... And uh, he needs them to buy him some time so they can prep some magic stuff to happen. Right. Uh, Basically so he could hurry up and trial and error some stuff. Right. Um, And Kid Apocalypse is still very salty at the beach. So salty. Um, Remember what happened the last time he messed with magic? Uh, and then Beast is like, yeah, oh, yeah, but this is escalating rather rapidly. We don't have other options. Right. And Kid Apocalypse is not even considering this as an option. We fought these things all day yesterday. There's no winning. It's a lost cause. Yeah. Um, and then ID's like, um, we don't, uh, of course you're right. We won't beat them, but we don't have to, do we? These are demons, Evan, and all we have to do is fight. So. Yeah, ID's playing the cooler head out of everybody. Yeah, I, and... I don't know how long it's been, what, five weeks since the time the they went to Egypt? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know, I'm not really sure. Yeah, because uh, I guess it may have been five weeks that Cyclops was in that wheelchair last issue. I remember five weeks coming up somewhere. Yeah, but... I do too, and that's the only time that I can put it together is with Cyclops. <laughs> yeah. And how so... long he's been in his wheelchair. So it might have been that, but um, if that's how long Evan's been holding this grudge... I mean, come on, that's <laughs> some drama you need to drop. I get it, you're an apocalypse, but... Right. Um, and then we see them fighting off the horde while Beast is prepping and trial and airing. Uh, Kid Apocalypse and Cyclops bond over the fact that this is a horrible idea. 
Um, what else happens here? Uh, um, I love that they continue to use ID and Iceman together. Yes, it's such a good team. It's such a ridiculously good team up where she could just turn all his ice into fire. Right. So it's kind of like if one doesn't work, the other one has a shot or whatever. Like yeah. The um, the the extremes both ways. Yeah, I would even read a like not a solo series, but a team up series with just those two. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's a lot of stuff they could do with those powers. Heck yeah. Um, what do we got here? Laura is cutting up some people, and their limbs. <laughs> she's like, their their limbs grow back too fast. This is a per usual for a Wolverine. Um, there she uh, goes with her uh, boot claw again. That's yeah, awesome. her boot claw that seems underutilized in this run, but it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Angel is complimenting the bats on their wings. Right, uh, and he's like, "Mine used to be like a big dove or something, but now they're made of sentient cosmic flames." <laughs> he's um, like, "Check it out, check it out." He like unleashes a big fire blast, and so and... here's here's what I was kind of talking about earlier with the cover. The issue is so like he uses his fire wings and does this big fire blast, and the goblins are like, "Hey, dummy, we're uh, made of fire, so that's not going to do anything for if us. If anything, that's going to make us stronger." Exactly, and yeah. then that's when ID and Iceman come in, and they're like, "All right, well, let's try ice," and that works. Exactly. Uh, they mess it messes them up really bad, um, and it apparently uh, Iceman says it makes sense, and then ID's like, "Yeah, I guess hell never really freezes over." <laughs> <laughs> and then Goblin Queen hasn't even gotten out of her chair yet. No, she's just like, "I should probably go de- deal with these ice X Men." And she doesn't want to get out of her chair. She yeah. sends a Bamfy to go and check it out. She sure does. So he he Bamps his way to the two ice ice people, and um, <laughs> ID's like, "You don't scare me, demon." And Bobby's like, "He he scares me. He's really big." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then we see Beast doing some magic stuff. Some yeah, Doctor so- strange nonsense here. Yeah, so this uh, is where he's just like, like I say, he's trial and erroring things. Like, yeah, he's trying to read all of the spells and do all of the things. Uh, some of them are just poofing away. Um, and here, where he's talking about, um, sip upon the sage, let it draw you near. Of the finest feasts await you, stars and garters. How does anyone read this tripe aloud and keep it straight? And then the spell disappears. Yeah, because so. uh, you have to keep you got to keep up with the incantation or whatever. Like, you can't just stop in the middle of it and hope that it's yeah, going to still work. Yeah, and you don't, and you can't disparage the wording. Right. You can't. You can't diss the spells, or they won't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he's doing some blood magic here, um, and he's like, "I've wondered why people chose the chose." To cut the, their palms for blood rituals like this. There's a lot of nerve endings there, and it would heal slowly. But it turns out that palm blood is required. The grimoire asks for it by name. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, so he pours some blood over this big horn eyeball thing he has. The, the orb, orb of, of Zarjul. Zarjul, yeah. Um, you have my blood, let me bend your ear, and it does nothing. Um, um Please? <laughs> so he just throws it down on the ground, and he's like, "Perhaps I should have saved the sliced palm spell for last." <laughs> um, next up is potions. So he's like, "No, or my bad, nonsensical chemistry." Yeah, right. <laughs> and then this line happens. 
um, what is it they say in the hip hops? Pour a bit out for the deceased. <laughs> I like that actually. Oh man, Beast. Beast is really white here. You know, this would really suck though. Like he said, uh, perhaps I should have saved the sliced palm spell for last. Like, yeah. so he's cut his hand, and so. Which is amazing that it's just like stopped bleeding while he's doing this, but um, it would really suck if one of these other things worked, like just dumping out these potions or whatever on the floor. If that were to work and he'd cut his hand, like <laughs> for nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the potions make a big explosion, and he just sighs. And I'm with him where he says, "Hey, now!" I say that all the time. <laughs> But you say that if you poured uh, some nonsense chemicals on the floor and they exploded? No, I would have used curse words. Okay. <laughs> I thought so. All the curse words. Um, so we cut back to the fight outside. Um, they're getting All of them are getting kind of overran by the demons. Yeah, um, and things are getting kind of bloody for some of them. Oh, you yeah, see Cyclops are. is cut a little bit. And... Yeah. Uh, Evan's like, there's too many of them. Uh, Laura's in agreement. This sucks very much. Um, and then Idy's just having the time of her life over here. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, where Iceman's fighting Bamfy, he's the one that yells, This sucks. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, Laura's just loving this. <laughs> um, and yeah, Idy is just like, This is nothing. I've been fighting demons worse than these my whole life. I'm just getting warmed up. Yeah, exactly. So she started to use her, it looks like her firepower a little bit there. And then, yeah, because Iceman was like freezing everything, and then, yeah, yeah she she made it all, uh, it, I don't know if it like explodes in It looks fire. like it was exploding, yeah. Right. Um, so Goblin Queen approaches her, and is, she's like, I like this little firecracker, you gotta practice what you preach. Right. Um, so, and now she refers to Idy as Demon Huntress, and, um... Uh, Asks if she wants to cross swords. If by cross swords you mean beat your godforsaken, and then uh, what's the next sound effect here? Smurp. I think it's supposed to be like a giant stomp. Yeah, just without okay. the O. Okay. Because yeah. we see then, I'm going to imagine that that's the foot of that giant monster. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um. So she summons a big giant monster. She's like, I know, right? It would have been a sweet battle, but why fight fair when you can just cheat and win? Which I respect that. That's I mean, me she's with, not that, wrong. That's me with college. Um, <laughs> nice. Um, just don't get he, caught, Connor. Yep. I don't. I don't think we have any listeners at my campus. So, um, you never turn, know. Turns out the president of NKU is listening. He'll catch me. <laughs> um, hey, we have listeners in like Bulgaria. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how many or if they've <laughs> listened to a full episode, but that is the case. Those statistics. Right. Um, Beast is now doing a double palm hand cut. Yeah, um, I mean, what the heck? Onto a book this time. I stand before your tome and let my lifeblood flow three, not to make demands, but to simply request your flame. And he's getting it. He's getting the flame. The spell's working. Um... Open your gates to my hand and let forth the fire that, and then it, it's not working. This is not, or it's working, but I guess not in the way he intended. Right. He didn't um, know how to control it. Yeah, so it blew him back. And then he falls near the uh, orb of Zargul. 
yeah starting to be like i don't understand any of this there's no time to learn the clock's ticking in my the ticking clock is my friend's lives and i don't know what else to try you have my blood i'm on my knees and i'm begging um this is my best and i have to clean it up so he's finally owning up to the fact that he did this right um if there's anything else I can give or show, tell me I'll do anything. Please let me in this and let me save my friends. And we get another Stars and Garters here. For the third time in this issue, <laughs> we get a Stars and Garters. And, uh, well, the orbs of Zargul stabs him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> his abdomen uh, loves to get stabbed. Yeah, it seems like it because there's the scimitar in Egypt. Yeah. And now this. Um, so he, the orb goes, it looks like formed with him and forms inside him. Yeah, it like absorbs into him. Yeah, and he, uh, turns into a big blue beast with horns. Yeah. With <laughs> real stanky breath, if you see that bottom yeah. image with the green mist coming out of his mouth. Um, feel free to differ, X-Men, but I'm thinking this battle is donezo. Team Hell Yeah gets the W. That's uh, what <laughs> Goblin Queen is saying here. I mean, some of these characters have some really good lines. That's a pretty this. good line. Yeah. Team uh, Hell Yeah. Le- <laughs> all that's left is Ritual Sacrifice. Um, and some post-game, is it Piñas? Yeah, like Piña Coladas. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll buy the, and then, ah, and a Kazam. Kazam! And we get a big demon beast. Yeah, we get um, the full-blown... Uh, hoofed beast. Yeah, um, unwelcome and unworthy beast of the pit. Um, well now. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's calling all these people. Aren't you, Aren't you something? something? Uh, I vanquish thee, and he fires a big anime laser. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes a big explosion, and he's just destroying these goblins. Yeah, exactly. Um, or is he, like, opening a portal and sending them oh, back Oh, that might be they, what it is, yeah. Where they came from. That's what it kind of looks like. Uh, well, Bamfy, that's probably our cue. And he starts, he yells, Goblin Queen, Hank McCoy, we're gonna talk, you and me, real soon, count on it. And she just gets out of there with Bamfy. Yep. Bam. Uh, um, and they're all asking Hank if he's fine. He's not fine. And it's not over. Right. And that's where this issue ends, is, uh... Yeah. Apparently Beast has that orb inside him now. Yeah, so I'm wondering how that's all going to play out now. Like, So he's just a magic version of the regular blue... I mean, he's a scarier version, for sure, of the big I swear that this series better not end the way that Moon Knight, Moon Knight did with all the questions unanswered. unanswered. Oh. Because I still need to know what Beast knows from going back into the past. Yeah. That, that he didn't get to tell Cyclops. And I still, er, and then we need to know what ends up happening with him in this uh, uh, orb thingy that was in his belly. So, oh boy, <laughs> we're getting we're getting down to the wire here. We only have two, uh, uh, eighteen, nineteen, and twenty after this episode. So they better be wrapping it up. Um, and yeah, uh, any final thoughts for this or said episode issue? Ha <laughs> ha! You're pulling my moves <laughs> now. Uh, this one was good. Um. I kind of thought they were going to beat the Goblin Queen, but she just kind of left. Yeah, she's zapped out of there. Yeah. Real easy. Which, I mean, she wasn't there to really accomplish anything. Yeah, she's just just there to to have some fun. So, it's understandable to why she just got out of there when Beast showed up. Because she's like, oh, well, you're a bit of a problem. 
Right. And I really don't need to be here, so... <laughs> so I'm just going to leave now. Yeah. So, yeah, I I mean, I thought it was good. Um, I mean, honestly, probably not one of my favorite issues, Yeah, but... it's, it's here. Like, it, it, it had some character progress for Beast, but that was about it. Yeah, that's that's really all that this issue was good for, was character progress for beasts but i mean like i say it was good um i still really like the series it's not going to change my mind on any of that right and uh i'm sure that this is going to have to come back somehow like so they had to put this in there somewhere to yeah it's either going to be so it's either going to be in this series or x-men blue or extermination and let's hope it's in this series so. right right so uh, how did you feel about this issue? About the same? Um, I feel the same way. Where um, it was a good character moment for Beast, and I was wondering if this Beast was ever going to turn into like a blue traditional Beast, right? And this kind of answered my question. So, yeah, yeah, he had his uh, come to Jesus meeting, I guess. <laughs> I guess to where he kind of accepted responsibility and stuff, and then yeah, um, became a type of Beast. But, uh, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and take our break right here, and uh, we'll be right back with issue number 17. Yeah. The Comic Book Companion Podcast is brought to you by me. You guys, I have my own Amazon store, and I want your business. But not only do I want your business, I also want you to support the Comic Book Companion Podcast. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com slash shops slash MMM. S-C-C-C, as in Michael Matthew Moore's Comedy, Comics, and Collectibles, because I'm also a stand-up comedian, but that's not important right now, and fill up your cart with stuff from my shop. Once you're ready to check out, use the promo code COMPANION, and you'll get 15% off your entire order of items from my shop and my shop only. So, anyways, show your support for the podcast by going to my shop, at Amazon.com slash shops slash M-M-M-S-C-C-C and enter the promo code COMPANION at checkout to get 15%. All right, and we're back, and we're here to talk about issue 17. Yeah. This um, one I really liked. I did, too. I really liked this, and um, I never read the entirety of the event of Inhumans vs. X-Men. There was a couple Deadpool crossovers that I read just because they were part of the runs I was picking up at the time. Oh, gotcha. But I, I know overall the reception wasn't great for the event, but I thought this issue was really good. Uh, I got really excited because Magneto is on the cover, and he um, is... A lot of people are on the cover that I love. So we have Magneto in his uh, newer hero costume. Uh, so is that what that is, his hero yeah. costume? Yeah. Because I didn't quite recognize it, but I'm like, that's most certainly Magneto. It sure is. We have Old Man Logan here. We have... Uh, bearded farmer colossus yeah what's up with that yeah he became a farmer and grew a beard and depending on the writer either the beard grows metal or it doesn't um or the i, I guess know. the artist that's an artist thing mm. uh, and then that for on the inhuman weird. side we have my favorite inhuman who's miss marvel and then we have um karnak here Okay, so since you brought up miss marvel i don't completely understand her is she just stretchy yeah, okay, so yeah, she's stretchy, uh, but she can either... Sh- she, so she's stretchy, like Mr. Fantastic, and then uh-huh. she can either shrink or grow like Ant-Man. Oh, interesting. Um, and she's a huge uh, Carol Danvers fan, so she took the name when Carol Danvers became Captain Marvel. 
Uh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, she's cool. There's lots of stretchy characters in <laughs> lots the of stretchy X-Men people. universe now. Yeah, we got... Uh, um, Mr. Fantastic. Apoc- Mr. Fantastic, Kid Apocalypse. Ms. Marvel. Ms. Marvel. There's just a lot of stretchies. I mean, come on, there's got to be other powers, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and so we have... That's a good cover of people that yep. aren't in this issue, besides Magneto. <laughs> Um, <laughs> good point um, and so this is uh, I'm going to go ahead and read a bit of the recap here because it kind of explains the event yeah um, so the X-Men have discovered that the Terrigen cloud circling the earth is on the verge of dissipating into the atmosphere rendering earth uninhabitable for mutants while creating new inhumans so that's why they're fighting right? because uh, the inhuman king, like the monarchy wants um, the cloud to hit so they can have more humans. Like, they think it's just a natural evolution. Whereas X-Men are like, uh, we're gonna die if this hits, so... Right. We gotta stop it. Um, and the, the, the philosophical... Because, obviously, you'd be like, I'm Team X-Men. But the philosophical stuff there is like, um, if this cloud doesn't hit, then the Inhumans will never get their powers. Well... Uh, I mean, if you have to have one or the other, then I'd sorry, have the you're not getting your powers. <laughs> yeah, right. Because um, it's like, either you get your powers, or a whole, like, quote-unquote race of people die. Right. Um, sorry, you're not getting your powers. Um, diplomacy is broken down between the two camps, and tensions are on the rise. And this actually is a good, um, this issue is a good way of showing that, like, not everyone, like, not every X-Men is on Team X-Men, or not every Inhuman is on Team Inhuman. Like, right. Um, so we open with Romeo and Bobby having a fun time. Yeah, I guess that maybe they were out on a date or something. Yeah. But then at the same time, Romeo's, like, in his costume, so maybe they were out... Superheroing? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Doing something. All we know is they come in on an ice slide, and... Bobby gets distracted. Yeah, he starts thinking about how perfect Romeo is, and then uh, he breaks his ice slide. And I like how he describes this, because, you know, like, he's obviously falling in love with Romeo. Yeah. And uh, I like how he's like, it feels like I'm being chased by the juggernaut, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not being chased. Right. That's I'm a good way held. of describing feelings, I guess. Yeah. Um, so they crash... Um, Romeo calls Bobby the worst ice slider in the world, ice slide driver in the world. Right. Um, and then, um, they kind of go off their separate ways for the night. Yeah. Things get just slightly awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Um, As Bobby breaks his ice form. Um, I also really like, so that's a, I don't know if this is in other X-Men runs or not, but whenever he goes from human to ice form and it breaks, I think that's a cool effect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this was apparently date number four. Oh, yeah, you know what? I didn't see that there before. We, later on, it kind of flashes through their previous dates. Yeah. But I didn't realize that that said that there, so, yeah. Um, and so Bobby has a motel, and he's talking to himself, and he's like, he, he should have kissed them. He could, he should have kissed Romeo there. That was could have been the spot, and would have been. it wouldn't have been so awkward. He was totally waiting. No, like, they're in the hotel because the Airstream was destroyed, right? Um, I guess they're all living in the motel, yeah, but um, not all of them live in Bobby's room. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, so he's like, uh, hey guys, what the hell are you doing in my motel room? 
Yeah, because he was like saying all that stuff out loud yeah. and not yeah. paying attention when he walked into the room, and then whoopsie, the, the whole entire team there. is there, including my little pickles. <laughs> um, and Beast explains that they need to talk, um, and he's like, "We all need to talk." And then Bobby's like, "Um, okay then," because he's probably thinking it's something about his relationship, right? Um, exactly. And Beast just attended a meeting um, of the leaders of every X-Men faction down at one table. Um, so and, that would be interesting to see. Yeah, um, I wish we got to... I wonder if that's in the event at all or not. I'm betting that it probably is and that this ties in somehow. But, yeah, because I'm not familiar with all, like, how the breakdown happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, like, who's in charge of what or just Right, whatever. like the, the current X-Men teams for 2016, yeah. Yeah. Um, cause I, right now it's like blue and gold and it's no one, like some of these people are on other teams now and. Right. Um, the older beast called together to discuss a discovery he's made and it's not great. And this is what I explained earlier where it's, um, the Terrigen Cloud's going to enter the Earth's atmosphere and it'll become unbearable for all mutants. And right. And kind of flashing to how Oh, jeez. Is... Sorry. No, you're fine. And we're kind of flashing to how Beast is discovering this, flashing back Which... to that. That's where I, like, reacted, because this must be the tribunal, then. Yeah, and then, so, they don't, I don't think they ever say it by name in this, uh, series of panels, but it's called Impox, with, where, uh, mutant gets, contra- like, a mutant comes into contact with a Terrigen Cloud. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, right. And it's deadly, like, it will kill you. Right. Um, so that happens. So, and... like, okay, looking at where this image with all the characters together around that hologram of the planet. So we've got, who is the dude behind Magneto? I think that's Forge. Oh, okay. So then obviously that's Blue Beast, which I don't like that look at all. <laughs> yeah, he got way more uh, catty as the years went. Or I and guess like that did. weird, like, he's almost like balding, but yeah. he's got fur. Like, that's weird. And Storm Beast, who's the girl with the X on her shoulder? Um, just from this look, I think it's Emma Frost. Oh, okay. And, and then, then Old Man Logan, and then Old I don't Man know Logan. who. And that's Young Jean Grey right there. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So I'm guessing then that this is like the tribunal then with all the different heads of... Uh... Their respective teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Earth will become uninhabitable for mutants, uh, and they came here to talk to Bobby about that, and, um, the first plan for this is an assault on New New Atlan, um, tomorrow morning, and I know what this means for him and Romeo, and it's complicated. Um, Yeah, so, like, that's, that's why they need to talk to Bobby, because it's like, we're going to attack the Inhumans. And your boyfriend is an inhuman, and he's at, I think it's Adelian. Yeah, Adelian? Okay. Uh, and they're like, this is what it's come down to, is that we have to attack them, because they're gonna, this, uh, Terrigen Mist is gonna be released, or whatever, and it's gonna kill mutants, and you're a mutant, so... <laughs> you need now. to fight, you need to fight with us, or yeah. you're gonna die, like... Um, That's why we're doing this. We're not just wanting to attack your boyfriend, but yeah. you know what's up. Um, and then we flash to, is this date one? This is yes. date one. 
uh, they went on a jog together. Yeah, like a jogging hike situation. Yeah, um, and Bobby talks about how he likes a treadmill. He likes he's more of a treadmill guy. Flat service, air conditioning, reruns of that supernatural show with the pretty brothers in the car. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, and Romeo's like, I feel you there. Um, and I guess I don't know why you choose a mountain run over all the other options. And right. Romeo's like, I'm going to explain it to you. And then they touch fingers and say, okay. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, and Bobby's getting very angry. Yeah. Um, He's going into his ice form while he's yelling, too. Yeah, so apparently when he gets emotional, then the ice form takes over. Right. Um, are you bleeping kidding me? Complicated. Uh, man, really? Or, man, complicated? Romeo lives in, in how did you say it, New? Uh, Adelan. New Adelan, yeah, okay. You want to go attack my boyfriend's home? Uh, so he's very angry about this whole idea. Um, yeah, uh, I would be, too, but... I mean, at the same time, though, like, he's just got to kind of, like, understand what's happening. Yeah, um, I don't want any of this, but you have to understand, you have to to understand that no one wants this, but, and then he calls Hank out on the butt, um, (laughs) because what could possibly come after that butt, that doesn't sound totally, and then he gets interrupted by Hank, what would, like, Hank's like, what would you rather have us do, nothing, like, right. Yeah, um, and Bobby thinks they're killing people, which they're not. Beast explains that it's going to be a surgical strike, and they're just detaining, like, heads of new new Adlian. Yeah, um, yeah it's, I mean, so again, they're not trying to kill anybody. They're just trying to stop mutants from being killed. Right. Um, and Bobby's just being a little hot-headed because he's in love. Yeah, and... Uh, he compares this plan to something that old Cyclops would have done, um, which I think old Cyclops definitely would have wanted to kill people. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to be monsters, you want to go be Cyclops, and then I love that young Cyclops is like, no offense taken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Beast really just kind of hammers down the point like, hey, look, this cloud's going to hit the earth and we're going to die, right? I think I'm a floor in excruciating pain. Every mutant everywhere. Right. So whether you like it or not, I trust you understand why this must be done. Right, and so then Bobby storms out the door, but the next page, he's leading the charge. Yeah, and we get to see, this is where the majority of the people on the cover came from. And when I flat, or when I switched to this page originally, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we got uh, some members of the all-new X-Men here. Um, we have Psylocke. We got, um, oh, I forget the good Sentinel's name, but there's a good Sentinel now. Really? Uh, is that what's going on? That's what, yeah, that's what they're writing, is there's a mutant Sentinel. What? Uh, yeah, it, like, became sentient, and it has feelings and stuff. Okay, that's uh, kind of cool. Yeah. Who is that on his shoulder, That's right? Sabretooth. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then uh, you got Strong Guy over on the right. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh, I forgot that was Strong Guy. Um, uh, and then Colossus. Magic is in the middle. Yep. Colossus oh, on the far maybe right. that was Magic that was at the tribunal then, because she's got the X. That on might shoulder. have been, yeah. Um, uh, and then do you know who that is to her off to the left? Um, the I was going to say X twenty three, but that's totally not X twenty three because she's Wolverine. Right. Um, I do not know who that is. That's all right. Uh, just from this page here. Right. Uh, and we then... got Archangel. 
weird beady colossus or beardy colossus weird beard colossus and old it <laughs> looks like long-haired chainmail nightcrawler yeah right like yeah and we've got um sunfire yeah um, so, so this that was pretty assault. cool oh and, and storm in the middle obviously but... yeah and bobby's leading the charge um, which as soon as i read or saw this and then the bottom where it says i can't believe bobby's even up there i immediately knew something was up he wasn't in on this like no. after so after being so angry and then just all of a sudden being like all right let's go I'm like, no, something's happening. Here. Right, like you have ulterior motives, buddy. Exactly. Um, so, I guess they fixed the van. Um, with duct tape. With duct tape. So, um, not just up there, front and center. After uh, that's I, this is ID Beast and uh, Kid Apocalypse talking. Right. Um, Bobby's an X Man, is what Beast said, and then uh, ID's like, yeah, but him and Romeo are pretty legit. Uh, have you have you noticed he hasn't spoken a word since? And then he gets interrupted by Beast, and he says like Bobby answered the call like any X Men would. There's no right. mystery here. He trusts him. And then Bobby just comes busting into Adam. Yeah. Uh, and then we get a flashback to date two where they're laser tagging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Romeo calls him out and says like This is totally your old school stuff rubbing off on him. Like, uh, this is not something that a date would be in 2017 or 2016. Right. And uh, I love I love that Romeo's like, how did you even find a laser tag place open to take our money? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'd be surprised what a guy can find in the Yellow Pages. Oh my god, you said Yellow Pages. <laughs> when you said you wanted to play a game tonight, I thought you meant, like, board games and chill. Right. <laughs> Hate to break it to you, Montague, but I don't make out se- or I don't do make out sessions with boys who can't even score a single <laughs> shot on me. And then he gets and shot. Whoopsie. Um. And so we flash back forward. His ice trail gets taken out by Inferno. Uh, okay, so care- that's who that is. Yeah. Don't care whose boyfriend you are, Vanilla Ice. <laughs> You're messing with my home. Love it. Um, and then we get a big spreadsheet of um where everybody's fighting everyone's fighting we got strong guy i'm trying to see if i know any of these inhumans which um, i'm thinking yeah so the the dude that strong guy is fighting is the guy with the hooves yeah um we got magic going after medusa it looks like yeah um i want to say mm Oh, on the then, bottom, the dude on the bottom left is Mosaic, um, which or Mosaic, um, who is a um, lightning psychic or psychic person. Um, Storm is fighting what's her face, Crystal. Crystal, and then the fishy dude up there with the sword. Yeah, I've seen top. him around. Don't know his name, but I know. Yeah, he's, he's one of the originals. Um, and Iceman's out of breath, so he's trying to escape the fight, and try, and he's just like, go, go, go. Right. Um, and because then... he's obviously got uh, ulterior motives here. Right. Because everybody's fighting, but he's like, nope, I gotta get up out of here. Uh, and then he gets stopped by an inhuman named Sasha. Right. Um, Bobby, you stay put. I said, stop, this is messed up, man. And he's trying to be like, yeah, I know, I'm not here to fight. Right. Like, uh, and then we get a flashback to date three where they go to a water park. Right, and Sasha's there. 
And so it ties her in with yeah. the whole thing. Um, so her and Bobby got some towels while everyone else is just um, getting, in, getting in the corn dog line. <laughs> and they talk about how, like, he's obviously in love with Romeo, and Romeo obviously feels the same way. Right. Um, and then we flash back forward. Um, he's back behind the blast doors, and they have the non-combatant Inhumans on lockdown. Right. Um, so he's like, thanks. And she's it, like, please don't make me regret this. And he immediately just blasts through the lockdown door. Right. And so it's like, why did you even put him on lockdown if Bobby <laughs> could blast through the door? Um, and they meet up. He finds his room and blasts through. Right. And they share a full-page kiss. I, okay. <laughs> I almost, this is going to sound so sad, but I almost teared up over this. Yeah. Because I was like, finally, what is going <laughs> what is take so long? <laughs> like, they've been hinting at it, and then they gave him Romeo, and they, he finally gets to explore sexuality in this book now, so. Right, and like, they've obviously made it a very prominent thing in this series, um, and I was like, man, they better not just like, just. Be like, uh, oh yeah, he's gay. Excuse my French. They better not pussyfoot around this. Yeah. Like, they, and they didn't. They gave him a full page, which I'm, I was shocked, impressed, and, uh, uh, yeah. Like I said, I almost teared up because that was. It's a really good scene. Right. Um, and then he explains that he's not with the X Men and that he just, um, he wouldn't do this. He just had to pretend to come get to Romeo. Right. And Romeo's like, he's, he, he knew and he's fine. And then they, Bobby breaks it down and he's like, just tell me what you want to do. This is some crazy adult Cyclops crap and it makes no sense. I'll switch sides. I'll fight whatever. Um, say the word. And Romeo says, can we just go? Right. And they do. Hell yeah, we can. Hell yeah, we can. And, and they, they just zip zap on out of there. They just ice slide on out. That, this now has, I think, taken over for me in my favorite epi- er, issue. Yeah, same here. I think this one was the best one so far. Uh, because it really explores their relationship and it shows how much Bobby cares. Like, right, right. And um, and it's very much apparent that Romeo feels the same same way, so. Yeah, was definitely. was pretty great. Although uh, I didn't get to see Magneto, so that was sad, but... <laughs> Uh, we still got two more issues. I mean, Magneto or Gay Love. I mean, which going <laughs> one to... or the other? Yeah, so that was pretty great. And yeah, that was the end of issue seventeen. Issue seventeen. So uh, Connor, homework... we're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. So homework for next week will be eighteen and nineteen. Yep. And then um, we will announce what we're pairing up with the annual uh, after that on that episode. So right. So, awesome. Cool. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, no, I don't guess so. Okay, cool. Well, that's the end of this episode, so... Wait a minute. Oh. Stop the presses. Okay. So we just said that um, uh, homework is 18 and 19. Right. But now looking at this, there's a 1.1 issue after number 17. That will that would have been the monsters uh, unleashed crossover. That would oh been. oh oh okay yeah all right false alarm <laughs> y'all so yeah we're going straight to eighteen and nineteen so yep. 
Things are fine. It's fine. All right. I'll talk to you later, Connor. Okay. See you guys. All right. That's it. That's everything. That's all that we have this week. You can contact us on Instagram and Twitter at comic underscore companion. And you can email us at comicbookcompanion at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at mmorecomedy. And you can follow Connor at Attack on Wake Up. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would be so kind, please give us a quick five-star review. We would very much appreciate it. Now, until next time, we have been your comic book companion.